0: Had to get charlie he's like all in the damn bookcase and i'm like charlie i need you to be quiet right now okay i need you to not be in the damn bookcase looking for whatever it is that you're looking for
1: mm. okay charles we need you to be eight
2: yes
0: <laughs> charlie be a good boy okay
2: just so you guys know charlie is jay's baby dog infant yeah <laughs> hey everyone welcome to episode four thank you so much for tuning in i hope you liked our episodes so far this is delightful minds in the building and we are welcoming the ladies so as you know this is ace i'm Stace.
0: this is jay
2: Ew, and we up in the building i hope you guys did your homework from last week you know with the self-love and the self-care you took care of yourself honey because it's all about what self Did you enjoy your self-care? Was it all about you? Was it about, you know, you taking yourself out to eat, doing yourself a nice bubble bath? Like, what did you do for your self-love? I hope whatever you did, you enjoyed it. So we're going to get into a topic today, and today's topic is going to be about deal breakers. What are they? What do they look like to you? So, Jay, tell us by definition what a deal breaker is or what deal breaker means.
0: (laughs) Okay, so... By definition, deal breaker is a factor or issue which, if unresolved during negotiations, will cause one party to withdraw from a deal. A deal. Hmm. I like. I like that in reference to relationships. <laughs> this is same. a deal
2: that we exact same. Yeah, you know, we talked about. Yes, deal breakers are a thing. So, what are some of you ladies' deal breakers?
1: Hmm. Like, so- you
2: got to take that because like, I got to think. All right, no <laughs>
1: problem. For me personally, girl, I got my list ready. Give okay. oh. us so, a strong two, girl. <laughs> you got that a whole three, list? to be completely honest. So the okay. first one for me is um, being emotionally unavailable. Mm. Um, and the second one is repetitive cheating. Mm. Yeah. Not that I agree with cheating or whatever, but there's always flukes or mishaps that can happen. So, and this is not referencing for my husband. You get one time, but mm. anything after, I feel like one time we can work through but anything after that, mm. I don't know. Might have yeah. to go. So repetitive cheating. Wait, what was yes. your
0: first one? You said space. You said it mostly unavailable. One? Um, what does that mean, though?
1: Um, pretty much me bringing situations to you, and you not um knowing how to handle your emotions, so you can't even because you can't separate your emotions or what have you, you can't even help me to situate or help me to do that for myself. Hmm. So exactly. is that more for you or is that for your partner?
0: Because it'll help you or do, or because it'll help the relationship?
1: I feel like it'll help the relationship in both ways because if I'm bringing, we, we need to understand each other. So if I'm bringing something to you and you don't know how to handle it, well, obviously I'm bringing it to you because I want your input on it, on how to handle it. So if you don't know how to do that for me um, because it's something I'm working through or trying to get better at for myself, to mm-hmm. me, that's, that's a deal breaker for me. Mm. okay
0: Okay. that makes sense
2: what about you uh ace for me a deal breaker is somebody who's not self-motivated self-motivating and a cheater a a repetitive cheater Mm -hmm. i say that like somebody who lacks motivation just sits there and you're like you know i'm gonna go for my dreams yeah i'm gonna start tomorrow i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and they don't actually do it. They kind of just sit on the couch and kind of wait for things to happen. That is an automatic. That isn't. That is an automatically. That's an automatic turn off. Um, that proves to me that you're not going to be serious, and I can't take you seriously because you don't even believe in yourself. And we can't. I can't help somebody who just wants to sit there and lay on the couch. And then, I <laughs> the cheater, you know, I, you only got one time. I. Uh, let's be honest i mean i've been cheated on i've been the cheater Mm. i get it you know shit happens but if you're if you're in a relationship or if you're in a monogamous relationship or if you're in a monogamous marriage, it's it's only so much that a person could take before you try to before i try before i take it as i'm not good enough so in reference to cheating and, yeah, in reference to cheating, I don't want to be uh, non-relevant to you. Mm. A non-mother-effing factor. That's ooh, That's a good one. I like, <laughs> I like.
1: Just to piggyback on that just a bit, um, Lace, like I said, um, with me and the cheating, so when my husband and I, when we were in our dating phase, we did this thing where we used to have confession sessions. I think that lasted maybe about like a year and a half into the mm-hmm. relationship. Um, and it was, hey, if we had a little fluke, if you kissed someone, if you flirted with someone, or what have you. So every three months or so, we would just powwow around that. And then I believe, after, yeah, I think it was a year and a half in where it was just like, all right, we gonna do this. It's gonna be us. So that's when we decided to do the monogamous thing. And, yeah. Oh, I, mm-hmm.
0: like that. just- I think for me, my deal breaker, and I know it may sound, it may not sound that big Well, I mean, I guess it depends for each his own, but my main deal breaker is lying. Mm -hmm. I cannot stand a liar. And that's because I feel like with the lying comes so much other stuff. Like, you cheat and I'm not condoning cheating, but like you said, Ace, I've been cheated on and I've also been a cheater. Um, And I know that there's a lot that goes into that and one of the main things that goes into that is lying. It's Mm -hmm the misappropriation of time. It's Mm. saying I'm doing this and I'm really doing that or saying I'm not doing this and I am doing that. And to me, I can't stand anybody that's dishonest because I feel like in a relationship, in order for you to love me and say that you love me, you have to know all of me. You have to love me wholly. And then maybe in terms of like, you know, unconditional love, but I feel like if you're lying to me, then you don't really love me
2: Mm. because...
0: And I I can't really love you if you're lying to me. I can't say that I really love you because then I don't know you
1: because you've been lying to me. So I don't know who I don't really know who you are. Yeah. Very true. Dishonesty is a definite deal breaker.
0: Yeah, I cannot stand a lie. I think that's with everyone though. I think that's with my not even I think that's with my
2: friendships, my
0: family. I I can't stand a liar. Like yeah. we're all grown.
2: Like just why tell the truth? Like just why the truth? Exactly. There's no need to lie. You ain't got to lie. You ain't got to
1: lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie.
0: <laughs> I swear I was going to say that lie. And I was like, no, nah, I ain't going to do that. <laughs> Jay, what's yeah. your
2: second deal breaker? Besides lying? Yeah. My
0: second deal breaker is I'm, I'm really big on, like, quality time. So if we if you're the type of person that, like, just doesn't want to spend good quality time and I don't mean like you know we're in the same room together you're watching tv I'm on my phone like you know that's stuff not quality like that time, though. I don't like that I like real quality time like thoughtful stuff like you know like one thing about my the relationship I'm in now like my guy he's really big on like gestures when it comes to quality time like mm. he's the type to be like if it's summer like we live right next to a park like a really big, a really big park. Like they have like the whole waterfall thing. Like all that is really cute. So he's real big in the summer. We've been where we're at now for three years. He's real big in the summer. Like oh, we'll do picnics, or you know, oh, let's go to the pier. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like this grand gesture, million dollar, two hundred dollar date, which those are nice too. But, but I like <laughs> you know quality time. That's just us. You know what I'm saying? Where we can just have a good time, enjoy each other's company. If you're the type of person that doesn't like to put effort into the time that we're spending and you just think us being in the same room together is quality time, then you got to go. Like, that's fucking boring. Mm-hmm. I don't want you, do that. You're right that's about that. You're And right. I feel like when it comes to me, because, like, me and my guy, we try to do, like... We try to do at least, like, two outside dates, like, outside of the house a month. And, like, one date is his, one date is mine. So I feel like if I'm putting that same effort to make sure that we're spending time together and doing something fun that you like to do or go or something like that. I feel like I should be getting that same shit. And if all you want to do is sit in the house and watch TV, that ain't spending time with me.
1: That's (laughs) you being in the house where you live. (laughs) Or (laughs) you always wanting to do stuff that you want to do and considering it quality time. That's the one
2: that that Mm earth. Yeah. I I don't like that neither. Um, I think that's where communication comes in with your partner, too, like, letting them know that, listen, we can't get too comfortable, because not for nothing, you could start off really, really strong, and you could have, like, these um, head-hold deal-breakers, and then throughout the relationship, that kind of, like, dwindles down. Would you guys agree? Yeah,
1: definitely. Well, I always say effective communication is key to everything, because if we're speaking, 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 and and we're not understanding each other, then... Yeah, we're all going to lead into the deal breakers not being understood, but I completely agree with that, what you just said. Yeah. It's
0: interesting that you said that, Stace, because I heard one time, I don't know, I can't remember exactly if it was in like a movie or a TV show or something, but I heard that usually what breaks up a relationship is people having the same argument over and over again. So when you bring up like the effective of communication, it's like if we keep having the same argument over and over again, one of us isn't getting it. And the Mm -hmm. other one just wants to keep bashing it into the person's head like this, this and this and that. But it's like if we're having the same conversation over and over again, it isn't working. So either we need to change the conversation or change the actions or maybe we should just separate because we have different views and neither one of us are going to change.
1: I I definitely feel you on that. Um, One of the things that I like to use, whether it's in a relationship situation or a friendship conversation is the I feel when you and that was something I learned like a mechanism I learned a long time ago I forgot where it's from and it's just like you know take the offense or the attack out of said things so that you can have better conversations so in a sense of um I feel ignored um when I text you and you take three or four hours to text back
2: ace whatever
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, you know who that one was for.
2: I felt attacked.
1: Having the effective conversation with said person, Ace. Um, it was just like you know, I feel very ignored. I understand that you don't like texting, and that's not your form of communication. But um, that's how I that's how I communicate best because I'm always on the go. So when you take when you take a day or so to answer me, I feel kind of ignored and unimportant. And sometimes right. it's literally just a quick question that I'm asking and just need a quick answer for that does not need a phone call or extended conversation.
2: Well, <laughs> everybody has different <laughs> forms of love language and I can completely understand it. And yeah. that, that is a thing. But like, I think in terms of like your lovers or your friends is knowing what that is and finding some kind of um, balance to that. Do you think there's deal breakers when it comes to friendships as well? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, most definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> Some friendships right now are hanging by a thread, honey. I'm not going Oh, child. Yeah, and they, yeah, and yeah. they
1: honestly don't even understand it. And the thing is, we I've had conversations, but I it's just what we were speaking about before. I think there's a definite disconnect because a lot of people cannot put them, like, put you in a situation for understanding because it's always like, Okay, I understand that, but you know this is how it made me feel, or this is what I was thinking, and it's just like sit with what I'm saying just for two seconds, just sit Listen with it to respond, not to just reply. Mm,
2: that's a big one. People they tend to take things a lot; they take it very personally, where they're not take they're not doing the listening part. They're just feeling like they're attacked, like we're attacking them, and that's not what the purpose of this conversation. Is for the purpose of this conversation is for us to grow and constructively come up with something that's going to resolve the issues that we're having, which is the lack of communications that's clearly not being handled at hand. So if I'm communicating to you, it's not because I dislike you, I want to belittle you, or trying to put you down. I'm communicating with you because this hurts me, and I love you so much that I care enough to have this conversation with you. If I didn't give a fuck, it'll be the conversation wouldn't even happen. Mm. And I, snip, snip, I'm snip. Talking. Yeah, that's what a lot of people fail to realize. And that's a deal breaker to me. There's only but so much I could mention to you in a friendship and for you not to get it. Um, there's, re- what do you call it? Repeat offenders. If you yeah. keep repeating this, if, if you keep doing the same thing, that's a, the, uh, offending me. And I'm going to let you slide for a good three times. I'm not going to sit here. Three. Like, three. Because let's, let me tell you something. A lot there of people, like, I'm gonna tell you, no, I'ma tell you this much. A lot of people will forgive their men that they have in their lives that would cheat on them over and over, not saying that it's the same thing, but they will forgive the men that they love in their lives and hold on to thatness, they hold on to that over their friendships. And no. I feel like it's the same. Kind but of- you know why though, right? You know why? But yeah, they fucking no. Why? Because when when you're a
0: and you know what it's so crazy that you just said this because as soon as as soon as I brought up the topic of deal breakers with friends, I thought of a very specific friend who I'm no longer mm-hmm. friends with. Mm-hmm. and the the reason I say you know why people stay with their man or their girl or whatever longer than they'll keep a friendship is because when you're friends with somebody, I feel like, and I know in your relationships, romantic relationships, you're supposed to be this way, but I feel like with your friends, you are literally so vulnerable and so authentic that it's like, when you turn on me or you do something wrong to me, it's like, damn, like, I thought we was better than that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you literally know me, know me. Like, exactly. Like, you, know you might know me better than the nigga I'm sleeping with, and yeah. that, that doesn't mean that it's okay but that's how vulnerable I am with you because you're my friend. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, if you, you know, do something to me that I feel slighted in or I feel like, you know, it wasn't right or you just disregarded our friendship, it, it I feel like it cuts a little deeper. And mm-hmm. I I know I can't be the only one that feels that way. Mm-hmm. But no. I, I feel like when you're friends with somebody, the way that you hold them up and the way that you, you know, talk about them and talk to them, it's because you really love them. Yeah. And it's like, I'm trusting you with certain parts of me that I don't even tell my partner. Mm. So when you offend me, as you said, you know, Ace, it's like, you really cut me because you know me. You know right. what I'm saying? You know me in a different aspect, in a different way. There's certain things that I tell my friends that I don't tell my man. <laughs> and I yeah. know there's certain things that he tell his friends that he don't tell me. And it's not because he doesn't love me or he doesn't trust me. It's just, it's a different type of relationship with your
1: friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's different. No, Jay, you definitely hit it on the head with vulnerability. I never scripted it that way. And I believe what you what you said is, is spot on. Um, Everything you said pretty much is spot on. Because we're so vulnerable with our friends, we do give them everything. And some things you just don't want your spouse to know because of what, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So when that cut happens, it bleeds very, very. It bleeds. hurts. It, it hurts no, you. It hurt. it, no, it does. Because I've literally, um I've had someone walk away from a friendship we were friends for about 15 years and i'm happy that that happened i didn't see for what it was back then but she found that because she because her stuff was always so heavy um Mm -hmm. it would weigh me down to where it would trickle into my relationship and because i've always been the better friend i never recognized that for what it was so when she disconnects she didn't tell me at first but when and because i was so hurt well you know you go through the phases you're angry then you're hurt then you're sad you know and then you move on um I was going through those phases and I'm just like I'm not reaching out but when I got pretty much past the situation and then reached out to her once she explained it to me I actually thanked her for loving me enough to disconnect from the friendship because she saw what it was doing in other aspects and I mean we're still Mm -hmm. not friends now but we speak in (laughs) past which is good (laughs)
2: well that's what i mean too well in a sense what i was saying earlier is like the forgiveness aspect of it like you'll give giving that friend another chance and not like you could give them a timeout, but you're still giving them a chance for them to uh what's the word rectify themselves yeah
0: yeah yeah but i feel like at least for me i can't speak for nobody else i expect more from you when you're my friend and that's, and that's not to say that I don't expect the same. Well, no, that is to say, I, what I expect from my friends and what I expect from my partner is two different things. And it's because of that vulnerability aspect. It's because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you probably, if you're one of my friends, all my real friends, I've known and, and been in in partnership with them for longer than I've been with the person that I'm with now. When I have friends, I have them for very long periods of time, which is also another reason why I don't call everybody my friend. I might know you, we might hang out, we might chill, you know, we might share some moments, but that don't mean you're my friend. Mm. So when my friend does does the action of a deal breaker, like, bitch, you got to go. Like, you got to go. And it's it's going to hurt me, it's definitely going to hurt me, especially because when I have friends, I love very hard. Like, I love you, love you, love you. Like, if I say you're my friend, you like lo- you like my family. But if you hurt me and you cut me, it's no coming back from that. I don't know.
2: It's mm-hmm. no coming back. It's none. I'm different. Like you could, I don't know. For me, like I forgive, so I'm. I won't hold you in the same space, but I can still be cordial with you. And well, so say- then what's the point? What's the point
0: of still being friends with that person if they if you can't have the same relationship or a better one?
2: What's the point? True. Just to say we're still friends?
1: Well, I kind of get what I would Lisa say saying. that.
2: We're- say that they were my friends like I would say oh I, like if you were my best friend you're no longer my best friend you're my friend but I'll still if we haven't spoken for a while or whatever the case may be because of the situation that occurred I still will care for you we'll still check up on each other etc et I ain't checking up on no motherfucking body See? fuck you, I, well, yeah, okay, you so,
0: what, did, what did Cardi I, B say I, what I, did, I, did Cardi B say I wish you I, well, I, I, well I, in hell bye bitch <laughs> I, can't. Is I, I will do well can't in hell.
1: hell. Yeah, to help are, with you, but I that's just me. That now. I can <laughs> distance myself from you and still want to see you do well. It's just we not gonna eat at the same table. No, I don't want to see you do
0: bad. I just don't want to see you. I don't want to see you do good. <laughs> I don't want to see you do bad. I just don't want to see you. I'm no longer gonna think about it. It's you. just like, and ooh. it's not because I want to hurt you or because I think I'm like you know we ain't on the same level or anything like that. I believe that when you have a falling out with a person You need to really fall out with them You need to really fall back from them Because I will no longer ever give you the opportunity To hurt me that same way again And if you're Understood. really my friend And you hurt me Ain't no coming back from that It's for me I don't think so I could. We could try to rectify it If both people that offended Could, you know, be honest Because I ain't the perfect person And I ain't the perfect friend You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if we could both come together And talk about it and rectify it then that's a different story. But if you just straight up blatantly disrespecting me, like, just did some craziness, no, I don't even want to talk about it.
2: I don't want to talk about it. I and had a friend... Level of It depends on the level of disrespect that was displayed. Don't get it too I a- had a
0: friend yeah. that I
2: loved. Loved, loved, loved. Like, this
0: was, like, my sister. We were friends for years. Like, a very long time. We actually met around the same time me and Ace met. And... We were all in the same circle, all in the same group. But me and her were just really cool, complete opposites, but just really, really cool. And there came a time in our friendship that there was a shift. And then she actually brought it to me. And she was like, Jay, are we good? And I was like, honestly, yo, I love you, but I feel like our time is done. And the reason that I that I felt that way is because she had said something to me. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I don't think she saw it as disrespectful or she saw it as judgment. But at the time, she said something to me. And I was just like, how the hell could you sit in my face and say this to me? Actually, no, she wasn't in my face. We was on the phone. <laughs> and she said this comment to me. And I was just like, has she lost her mind? But I was like, let me think about it. Because this person loves me, right? Yeah. And I thought about it for a couple days. And then I was just like, "This, this ain't it. So Mm. then when she came to me, like, are we good or whatever? I brought up the conversation because it wasn't just like, you know, this ain't working or we're in two different places. I brought up the conversation and addressed it because I'm not going to beat around the bush. I addressed it and I was like, I love you. I'll always love you. But I can't I can't have you in my space no more. I don't want to be friends. And I said it straight like that. And she was like, I can respect that. And we're good. And... Walking away from that friendship, because I didn't lose a friendship, walking away from that friendship, it hurt me for a very, very long time. Mm. And now, I don't even think about it. I don't even think about it. And it's funny, because Ace actually said something to me about her, like, a couple weeks ago. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel bad. I didn't feel anything. Like, she had some good news, and it just happened to come up in conversation. And I was just like, you know, oh, okay. Like it's no, it's never no bad blood with me or anybody. Like I wow. don't believe in holding holding bad blood. Yeah. But it's just like once I'm no longer in commune with you, you're no longer you no longer exist. So
2: you no longer exist. I got a question. If that friend, right, that mm-hmm. if that friend ever came to you and was ever said to you, "Hey, I was in a different headspace at this time. This is how I." No. Feel. Okay. <laughs> no, and the reason for that is because. The yeah. thing that, that broke the camel's
0: back with the comment that was said to me, you, I thought that we were a certain level of friends, like best friends, and the way, the, and what you said proved to me that we weren't. What you said to me proved what you really thought about me.
1: Mm,
0: and wow. you maybe, maybe thinking that you were, I don't know what the fuck she thought, but, alright, I'm gonna just break it down. So, basically, <laughs> um, we were in two different places at, at a certain time, or whatever, and she said to me on the phone, like, damn Jay, you 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 partying and going out and drinking and doing all this, like these bum bitches that we always talk about. Er, hmm. that's exactly what I did over the phone. Going and at the time, she was in a relationship, which was cool. He was a nice guy. Cool. She's actually married to him now, <laughs> so it was cool. I don't, I don't give a shit. But we were in two different places and we were doing two different things. She was doing relationship things. I was doing single things. And that included me going out and, you know, just going out more of a nightlife. I'll say that. More of a nightlife. And when she made that comment, it was like,
2: You're judging. Bitch.
0: Like, what? Like, are you are you trying to? I didn't know what the fuck she thought she was saying when she made that comment. But I was just like. I'm going to get off the phone, and I'm going to think about this. And then I thought about it, and then I was like, yeah, we need to have a conversation. And then when she brought up the conversation to me, like, are we good? I was just like, no, we ain't good. And this is why, and this is what I feel. And I feel like we come to the end of the road. And I was okay with I was okay with ending that friendship. And we have been friends for years.
1: Years.
0: And Can I'm I not been, like, song? real friends. Like, you know my family, I know your family, we had Thanksgiving together, we doing holidays, we do, yeah, I, could, I couldn't do it no more because cause the offense was so damn. I just couldn't believe she offense. came out her face to me like that.
2: The offense was so damn offensive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, has she lost her mind? But then I was like, you know what? Maybe she thought that by saying that, that it was kind of like, Jay, calm down. Like, you're always out, whatever, whatever. But at the time, I was also 25 years old. I have no tie down. I don't have children. I'm not in a relationship. I'm working two jobs at the time, going to school. If I want to go out on a Tuesday, I'm going to do that. Because it's not affecting my work. It's not affecting my schooling. It's not affecting anything. And it's just like, why, why would you say that? So this whole time and our whole friendship, you thought I was a bum? Or did you think I was a bitch? Or did you think I was both? Either way, I no longer care what you think. Which is why I ended the... E- either way at the time, I didn't care. I just didn't want to be associated anymore. And it was tough at first. It was very tough. It felt like I lost like, a a part of me you lost
2: the link trust me i know that
0: feeling so i I don't i don't go back with friends i don't do that because if you are my friend you really my friend and if you come crazy you just gotta go
2: i've gone back with friends tons and tons of time i'm like that 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 um that lover that just keeps on going back i have friendships that showed their ass to me but it wasn't to the point where i felt like I could never be that person's friends again, except for this one bitch. I would never <laughs> be with this one bitch. <laughs> <laughs> talk to me. See, I didn't <laughs> even call the girl I was talking about say. a bitch. Ace huh? like, just went straight like, not that bitch. No, just there's always one. one. Trust yes. and believe. There's Literally always one. one. She can't talk to me if she had if there was fire on her. I wouldn't spit on her. That's how much. But my Damn. Other yeah, my other friendships, I'm like, nope it's okay. I under, cause you know what it is. I try to understand their mindset in the moment that they said it, because you have to think about context of what that happened. Now Mm -hmm. you just said to me that you were 25 years old. Yes. You were living in the single life. Yes. She was living in the dating life. So that is context. So everybody's mindset, everybody gets to a point in their life where they feel like, Oh, they're bigger than people or they feel like they're doing so much better than somebody else. And how they say it to their friends when they quote unquote leveled up is their mindset. So, her saying that in in my in my experience, um, in my situation, if a person's mindset is like that, that's what you're thinking now. Now, if I have a conversation with you years later, which I've had with my friends, years later is one that I fell out with. I We were talking now and I'm just like, oh, so that's what you meant. That's how you felt it. Okay, we broke it down. That's why I, I feel like I could never just deconstruct a relationship, friendship, not unless you did something ultimately grimy, like slept with my man or stole money from me or something crazy like that. But mm-hmm. I can't fault someone, me personally. I can't fault somebody for some something that they said in the time that they said it. Because yeah, but
0: I can't fault you for the way that you said it. And I've said before, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. How you said that was classless and egregious, and and I don't I don't I don't need that. I don't need that. And the funny thing is, I actually, I saw a clip of this. I'm, I'm going to have to find it. I'm going to have to send it to y'all. I've seen a clip and I posted it on my social like a couple weeks ago and it was this guy and he was like, ain't nobody I lost, I miss. Mm. The, the the real ones is still here. And that's how I feel. Like mm. anybody that's walked out of my life, anybody that I walked away from, you wasn't meant to be here. You mm-hmm. wasn't. So in friendships, I do have deal breakers and I do expect more from you. I do.
2: Hmm. I can understand. Stacey, kind of quiet over there. Sitting there reflecting yeah. about friendships. Child. <laughs> Y'all just pretty much
1: saying everything I'm thinking. I was thinking about one particular friendship. I just, the, as I'm sitting here really reflecting, and it's not to have a big head or anything like that, a lot of my friendships end because of jealousy. I'm not, I'm a private person. Um, mm-hmm. So I do share a lot of things with my friends, but I kept my relationship very, very limited because um because um it's just mine and that's what I'm gonna do and because (laughs) of that um people always held me on a pedestal that I never put myself on and have always judged me on that and one of the and it's so funny because someone called me the other day and they were just like hey Stace what would you do you know if someone came at you like oh you think you better than somebody and I was just like um you're talking my whole life because I've literally had that question asked in pretty much every phase of my life, whether it was my teenage life, whether it was my young adult life, um, to where I'm at now. I've always been a person to always strive and level up and do whatever, but it's for me. It's not in competition with anyone or anything or anything else. But I've always let little slick remarks or backhanded compliments and things go to the side because it's just, ha, 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 you know, they're just joking. But fast forward to years later now, and these people are still doing these things. And then it's just like, wait a minute. So this is, like you said, this is how you really feel about me. And you were just disguising it in jokes and, you know, little things or what have you. But yeah, child, mm -mm. I'm glad I don't have those people in my life anymore. I've learned to like really just disconnect and just release them from my heart and my thoughts and just keep them there again. I don't want to see anybody doing bad. I hear some good news about you. That's great. I'm going to keep it moving, though. You ain't going to get that cheerleader energy um, that my friends actually get. But that's good for you. I'm happy things are going good for you. But you can see over there on that side.
0: Mm. 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 So question, because let's go, let's like go back to relationships a little bit, like romantic partners, just a little bit. So. When it comes to your deal breakers in relationships, do you put that up front right away? Or do you kind of just wait for it to happen? And then you'll be like, no,
1: I'm not putting up with this. Well, it kind of set the tone in the beginning. Like, you know, these are the things I expect. These are the things, you know, that I'm about. These are the things that I'm not about. Once we um, move from like the dating into that more like exclusivity type of thing. That's okay. when the conversation gets revisited. Just like we're friends, when we're just like you know hanging out, and we're just you know our co-workers, or you know um, going out for drinks or what have you. When we shift into that, now we're sharing personal, rel- um, personal information kind of thing. Um, that's when I would say the exclusive <coughs> the exclusivity starts with both friendships and relationships, and I that's for me is when we can move into um. Working towards something and having this be, you know, a sustainable and a fulfilling type of relationship
2: mm-hmm. for me. Um, as far as the romantic aspect goes for it, I like like Stace, there's definitely levels to it, and I voice my deal breakers not in I don't really feel like you should voice it in the beginning, I feel like throughout the relationship, you could voice it because I feel like. Subconsciously, somebody might do it. Not that they're doing it on purpose, but I don't want to lose out on a good person because <clears throat> I don't want to lose out on a good person because I already set that up in my mind. Cause now I'm looking for it. Now I'm, because it's at the front front, I'm looking for it. Then it's like, oh mm-hmm. I can do this. You know what I mean? I want to see your na- I want to see how you naturally behave. And you you in your natural habitat. And yeah. if I see that is a pattern, then I'm just like, that's a deal breaker. And right. then when do you let right. them know that? After you've seen that it's become a, a pattern? Yeah, I let them know that after I've seen that it, it's become a pattern. Because this is who you are. Mm. You're, it's embedded in you. Like, this is who you are, my dude. And, yeah, no, it's not going to work. But before we hit on to year one, we can't do this. I can't do this. I'm out. Mm. I am out. I am out. What about you? I feel
0: like I'm more the organic like in when it comes to you know romantic partners and relationships it's like I'm not just going to come on a second date like I don't like liars so if you're a liar you know don't call me <laughs> like I'm going to wait for a lie to happen and then we'll have the conversation because after the offense is done you know you want to talk about it you want to you want to talk about it have a discussion so once that's happened we're going to talk about it and it's I don't I don't like this I don't appreciate this this you know, this hurt my feelings. Like, really? I don't like that. Really? And then once I tell you and it keeps happening, that's when it turns into a different conversation. But the right. initial conversation, I feel it should happen when it, you know, when it takes place.
2: Yes. Because you I, also and just you, for
0: clarity, clarity, you don't want to chase nobody off. Yeah. that's long list like Stacey. Stacey.
1: I Stacey was going to say, and just lips. for clarity, I didn't mean on the first, second, third date. <laughs> it's as conversations flow in the beginning. Mm -hmm. ladies I knew y'all didn't understand what I was saying
2: (laughs) they show up to the first date with a scroll say that again?
1: (laughs) I I will punch you
2: (laughs) what you said? I said they show
0: up to the first date with a scroll (laughs) 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 numbered one two
1: three thou shalt not. not <laughs> Yo, I can't. Mess. Y'all dragging me, but it's okay. Though. It's okay.
0: It's not a Well, that's crazy. So wait, question. Is it like a difficult conversation for y'all to have when it comes to deal breakers in your relationships or in your friendships? Do you feel like that's a difficult conversation or do you feel like
2: that's a part of boundaries? Absolutely not. Mm. Um, my husband and I are very forward people and say things, even if it hurts each other's feelings, Um, because that's just the nature of our relationship because nobody's going to protect you out there. So you might as well just be mm. naked and honest with each other. So we are, we are very fast forward with the stuff that the conversations that we have. So no, it's not uncomfortable at all. It's actually, it's actually, um, warranted. It's actually needed in our relationship to keep us as stable and as real as we are. Oh, wow. Is it uncomfortable when it comes to friendships? Oh, absolutely not. But I will say that with my friendships, I am a little bit more tippy-toed around it because my friends are sensitive and I have to be aware of that that sometimes my level of non-sensitiveness can come off as abrasive. So I am a little bit more aware where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say something now. I'll wait till the emotions, emotions die down and I'll say it like next week or when Mm -hmm. like, it's kind of like double dutch. I will know when to jump in (laughs) right away. I got to just pace myself with my friend.
1: And pretty much the same thing on my end. Me and my husband, we don't do filters. We speak very freely sometimes it's like borderline disrespect so it'll be like okay too far okay no all right right, i can keep going all right too far all right i'ma stop and chill kind of thing and it's pretty much always been like that in our relationship we're very um open with each other um do you feel that's come with time
0: because you guys have been together for a very long time so do you feel that came with time or was that always the dynamic of your relationship right or did that that come with maturity in the relationship Mm -hmm.
1: No, that was pretty that's pretty much how we we've always been to the point where even our son is like that. You speak very freely um mm-hmm. just about everything. Just make just making sure that it's nothing that no one is being disrespected. Some of my friends are are sensitive, so I have to approach certain people differently. So sometimes I even like script things, write them down, okay, I'm going to approach it like this. I'm going to try to speak to her like that and him or her with certain things and then just try to move forward with that. Mm
2: what about you jay
0: i feel that when it comes to me expressing myself i'm gonna say what i gotta say and i feel you
1: laughing because when you laugh it makes it sound rude <laughs> but i'm gonna piggyback back on that one too jay because child that's like my middle name when it comes to people
0: i feel like i'm gonna say what i want to say but granted i'm gonna be respectful that is that is one of my things and that's just in like general you know in general generally I'm very big on respect so I'm going to do my best not to disrespect anybody but in that same notion of me not wanting to disrespect people I'm still going to say how I feel so I am going to review it a little bit I'll take some time I'm not just going to come straight and be like you know you did this and now I don't want to be around you or you did this and now we got to break up or this no because that's childish and I'm, I'm 33 you years think- old I'm I'm grown. Like, am I? What did uh, Kevin Hart say to damn Cheeto? Damn. Like, I'm very. I'm, 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 <laughs> if y'all remember that meme? Yeah. That said, clip. I'm Fifty-five. Damn. Yeah. But like, no, but like, I'm I'm thirty-three years old now, so I know how to communicate with people effectively. So I feel like I'm gonna do my best to not disrespect anybody, but I'm also going to make sure that my point is made. So I will take some time. Just to reevaluate what I'm thinking and to make sure that I'm saying what I want to say. So I don't want to disrespect anybody, of course. So I'm gonna take a minute, take even if I need a day or two or so, just to rethink my thoughts. Because, like I said before, I don't wanna disrespect anybody. I don't want anybody to feel as though they can't be themselves as well. So just because it's a deal breaker for me, you in that act, you're still being yourself. And I, you know, when it comes to us. Being in relations with each other, I want you to be authentic, but I'm also be authentic when I feel as though it's crossed the line. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I I completely I I I hear it. like I was saying, um, and you brought up another point, Jay, with me and my friendships, the way that I address certain things with that because sometimes I'm known to be a little aggressive or a little harsh. I like to call it direct. I have to um. attention to my tone and temperament some of my friends are sensitive and some of them have like a meek or mild personality so Mm -hmm. i have to situate how i'm going to have certain conversations with them especially because the basis of most of my conversations with my husband and family members is so no filter you know speaking freely or what have you
2: yeah and i feel like that's so hard to separate sometimes because if you grew up in a certain kind of household and you are taught to speak in a certain kind of way or a certain kind of attitude, then you carry that throughout your whole entire life. And if it just so happens that your significant other also can tolerate you talking that way or you guys speak the same kind of way, then that's okay. And then when you meet other people, it's like, damn, these people are sensitive. Are they sensitive? Or were we raised to be just a little bit more on the tougher scale of life, do you get what I mean? You know what I mean? No, I, I get you because sometimes my husband has to pull me back with certain
1: things, and he'll and he'll say to me like, "You really said that to your friend, or you really said that to that person." And I'm just like, "But what did I say wrong? Like, what did I do?" And He, he had <laughs> right. to like intervene one time with me and my best friend because when I'm repeating the conversation back to him, I use him as my soundboard for a lot of things. So when I was repeating the conversation back to him, he was like, no, babe, no, 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 you can't say that. And I'm just like, well, I did. The words came out of my mouth. <laughs> she want to feel how she want to feel. Don't come at me like that. And he's just like, she didn't well, come I did. at you, though. you, did. She didn't come at you. That's the way you took it because you weren't listening because you were so ready for her. I was just like, listen, I didn't do that. You know what's much.
0: interesting that you just said, Space when you said that your husband said that's not what she said that's how you took it and you are so ready that yes. defense mechanism that we've you that we've adapted yes that we've adapted and we've brought on because we've always had to feel or I don't I'm saying for myself not for you but just feeling like you need to be ready like don't get ready just stay ready Mm-hmm. That also has to do with deal breakers and how we associate deal breakers. Yeah. Because someone may just be being themselves and being their authentic self, like I said before. But for you or for me, it's just like, now nah, you're coming for me or now nah, you're purposely doing this.
2: Mm. And that
0: may not be the case, which then no, that she was just being annoying of.
1: and not listening to what I was saying. I answered, you asked me a question, I already answered it <laughs> twice. By the third time, we're not having the same conversation I've moved on
2: (laughs) and that's it I said what I said period
1: or Mm -hmm. in my Jamaican-ness you defy your death
2: oh my gosh (laughs) okay just brought back some feelings I feel a little triggered yeah honey I feel feel the aggression
0: I feel it it too I don't know what
1: you said in that accent but I felt it (laughs) yeah This is the part of the podcast where you guys now know that we dedicate to self-care. So, ladies, let's get salad. selfish. This week's homework, revisit your deal breakers. This might help your partner better understand how to treat you or how you want to be treated. And for you single people, this is the great time to self-reflect on when you should introduce these deal breakers. In the beginning, the middle, or towards the end. Okay
0: podcasters so now is the time for our black business highlight so if you are a black business or you know of an amazing black business please shoot us an email it's listed below and this week's black business is Akira's Jewelry so I'm just going to give you guys a quick little snippet of something that I have from her so that way you guys can just get a better understanding of who she is and what she does so and this is directly from her. i am a self-taught jewelry designer and greeting card designer i stand by my designs as to where i can comfortably say i do different differently i go outside of what's norm to create a piece that is unusual and unique where you can confidently say i've seen i'm sorry where where you can confidently say i've never seen anything like this i also make a lot of -of one-of-a-kind pieces so if you see any of them just grab them Because they can't be recreated. I use semi-precious gemstones, recycled material, African trade beads, glass, and whatever else I can find to create. At the time, I do not have a website, but you can find me on social. You can DM or email me the pieces that you're interested. Prices are always listed in the caption. Feel free to check me out. So, friends, once again, podcasters, this is Akira's Jewelry, and I personally have had some of her pieces, and she is amazing. It's all handcrafted. It's all beautiful. Go check her out. Her social will be listed in the bio if you want to check her out.
2: All right. So, that is the end of episode four. I hope you... Enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening and we enjoy you guys being here with us. Have a wonderful week, ladies and gents. Yes.
0: See you next week.